No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I want to kind of add more emphasis on something we talked about this morning in in this episode. And that has to do with the pivot that the Biden team and Democrats in general are going to make going into the election season for 2024. You're seeing President Biden okay a giant swath of land up in Alaska for oil drilling, yet for the last two years, they have been demonizing the fossil fuel industry, hobbling it, causing gas prices to go through the ceiling. So why is he doing this? Well, it has nothing to do with the economic well-being of the people in Alaska. He doesn't win Alaska. Alaska is a red state. What it has to do with is looking as though he's pivoting to the center. It is a deception. You need to remember the pain that this man caused everybody for two years. You have to remember all of the asinine appointments that he made to his cabinet, like Pete Buttigieg, who has absolutely no business being Secretary of Transportation. Like a cross-dressing bald man who decided to steal luggage at an airport, otherwise he would still be in power, making policy that you have to live by. So you need to remember the pain. You have to dispense with the rhetoric and stop following the media narrative going into the elections. Do your own research, remember the pain, and stop falling for orange man bad. Because they're going to run on that again, whether he's the candidate or not. They're going to try to marry every single person on the Republican side as somehow having been in bed with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's policies weren't bad. Joe Biden's are. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Joining us from the northern tundra of Florida, and I'll call it the northern tundra, it's none other than the the man, the myth, the legend, undergroundusa.com himself. That would be Frank Silvato. How about that? I got it all in at once. And in, in one breath. Yep, I sure did. Okay, now, okay, guys and girls, see you guys later. Goodbye, see ya, boom. You know, it's really warm down here tonight. I couldn't believe it. I walked outside about an hour ago. It's 76 degrees right here. Yeah, it's, it's going to start getting that way. We just had storms go through, pretty nasty storms last night. I guess you told me they're over Jacksonville right yes, now. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the front came through, so you got the uh, you got the good part of it. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> because up above you, you don't want any of that either, frost and, and uh, an, uh, freezing. I mean, 32 degrees or less, all the way across I-40 from, uh, let's see, from Oklahoma, Arkansas, all the way to the ocean on I-40. All the way across. Yeah. Yep. Gotta, gotta love the season. Yes, sir, buddy. Well, here we go. Janet Sissy Girl Yellen, I just threw that <laughs> in there, said, I just <laughs> threw that in there for the hell of it, said that Sunday the federal government would not bail out Silicon Valley, the bank, uh, SVB Bank. Then all of a sudden we're hearing, well, now wait a minute, we're going to take care of everything up to $250,000 for the ones that 
are are signed up uh, the right, but uh, their federal deposit insurance uh, will will cover that. But n- the other ones we're not sure of. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Nobody really is. We're going to sit back. We're going to wait and see what happens. But I would believe if you got money in there and the $250,000 uh, 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 coverage uh, takes care of that part of it, that you're going to be fine. If your holdings are broken down into $250,000 increments, you're going to get your money back because that's what the FDIC is. Right. For people for people who held more than that, they're probably going to eat it. But, hey, you know the rules going in. I, I don't think any bank should ever be bailed out. We should have been bailing out Wells Fargo. We should have been bailing out Bank of America when during the housing crisis. We should have been bailing out Let Them Fail. It's a little painful, but it we shouldn't have a centralized uh, public-private partnership with the banks. Mm-hmm. It makes them understand that they have to be a little bit more discerning with how they how they loan money out and who's worthy of it or not. When you can be guaranteed that you're going to be bailed out, you loan money to anybody. Doesn't matter what their what their credit rating is. Doesn't matter whether their concept is good or sound. If they have collateral. Everything gets ever you get cheap money. When you get cheap money, as we've seen for almost twenty years since nine eleven, the the cheap yep. money thing, it yep. ends up biting you in the butt, and then you've got a, a Federal Reserve that has to raise interest rates through the ceiling. Yep. So bail bail them out. A bunch of venture capitalists. This is a this is a bank that funds venture capitalist yep. things. Okay, you, you want to bail that out? Hey, that's a risk. Mm-hmm. If you're going in there and you want to back risky ventures, which is fine, that's the way a lot of a lot of small businesses turn into big businesses. You know, you've got to bet well. You just don't go to Vegas and say, "Hey, I lost everything. Bail me out." Doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. So I, I'm absolutely against the federal government getting involved in that. Elon Musk has said, "Hey, I might be able to pick it up. Might be a good deal for me, but that would be somebody who's got the money." venture capitalist money to to bail out a venture capitalist bank. Good for him. I hope he does. But Janet Yellen, yeah, she should say no. It's not going to happen, and we're not going to do a workaround. Sorry. Too bad. Should have run your bank better. True. Now, let's uh, let's see here. Well, we're going to run out of time, but I'll just tease what we'll talk about when we come back. Folks, we heard about the oil. We heard about the fact that Alaska was going to get their uh, dream come true, if you will, to a certain degree when it comes to oil. Guess what? Uh, hold on to hold on to your hats. We got more when we come back. I'll be back with Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, right after these messages. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. 
Save by the Scan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, the answer. Okay, back to Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. You know, you can't make this stuff up. Biden gets out there and he goes up to Alaska and he has a, a conversation a year or so ago. Well, we can't drill because of this, because of that. And all of a sudden the Alaskans say, look, Mr. President, we need to drill because we need the money for our taxes and our revenue and our infrastructure and this, that, and the other and all that stuff. So he goes, okay, well, yeah, sure, I think we can do that. And then, and then he shuts down 16 million acres all around Alaska. So they're going to get a little bit of the pot and the rest of it's all going bye-bye. Which he shouldn't have anything to say about at all. It should be up to the state government, period, dot. Yep. This is the overstep of the EPA, which which is a redundant agency in all 50 states. All 50 states have a, have a state-level EPA. Yep. If you ever tried to build a house, you run into understanding that quite starkly. So why do we have to have a federal EPA? We don't need to have one. You want to start you want to start with the budget cutting, get rid of the EPA. Then we'll talk about getting rid of the Department of Education because that's redundant even on a local level. But the only reason that Alaska is getting any any okay for the federal government is because we're going into an election cycle. This administration has been so incredibly brutal towards the fossil fuel industry that you have to be daft. You have to be completely daft to think he's going, well, it's, it's got to be about the economy up in Alaska. We've got to make sure that, that uh, they can pay their taxes and stuff. So we're going to let them drill. He's been calling that like the closest things to embracing Satan mm-hmm. for the first two years plus of his, of, his, of his tenure. The entire Biden administration has been anti-fossil fuel. So you're going to tell me now just because of tax revenue for the state, he's going to change his mind. <laughs> he's told every other, every other red state in the country to go take a hike. And now all of a sudden it's about economics. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. about votes. Yep. Well, you know, so the, the disingenuousness of this, if people are dumb enough to fall for this going into the election cycle, Oh, looks like he's, he's pivoted to the center. Well, he, maybe he understands now. You've got to be smoking something that's legal in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, President Biden is expected to use his budget proposal to score political points with his base rather than seriously engage in negotiations with Republicans about government finances as the U.S. nears the legal limit on borrowing. His current budget, for example, $6.83 trillion is what he's calling for. Now, House Republicans have called for significant cuts to federal spending, as they should, in exchange for lifting or suspending the debt ceiling. Senator Joe Manchin, the Democratic senator from West Virginia, has criticized his party for refusing to cooperate with Republicans in a reasonable and responsible budget cut. Now, Biden's package of tax hikes and spending increases is unlikely to pass either the Republican-controlled House or the Democratic-controlled Senate, something the White House is well aware of, but instead... It's meant to signal the Democratic priorities and unbelievable. Now, I believe that he's he's worked his way into becoming 
a lame duck president. I guess we'll have to see that Mm -hmm. because uh, because the country did not pivot away from this lunacy in the midterms. Nope. You know, all, all all people had to say was orange man bad, and people wouldn't vote for the person that was for not spending beyond our means and mm-hmm. and securing states' rights and asking for reforms that were needed. So if the electorate is dumb enough to actually go, oh, orange man bad? Really? Orange man bad? We can't vote for this man. Then I don't know if he's going to be a lame duck president at all. Mm-hmm. But what I see with this budget is the setup. This is the cyclical setup that happens every time a Democrat is in power in the White House. We're going to have that, they're going to shut down government dialogue again. Right. Oh, my. They're going to shut. They won't give me $7 trillion of money that we don't have to spend. And they won't raise the credit limit that I can borrow and keep spending on because they want to shut the government down. Good. Shut it down. Mm -hmm. Shut it down. We can't afford a $7 trillion budget. We just can't. No one in Washington is serious about reforms. No one is serious about looking at the apocalypse that's coming with the entitlement programs. And and that is common. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing? What what does Washington do? It's like they are absent. They're heroin addicts to spending. Mm -hmm. They can't stop spending. Everything is about spending more money on something. Have you ever heard a bill talking about, let's eliminate this? Let's not spend money. If you say that, you're a heretic. Manchin, the the Democrats are looking at him like he's been touched by Satan. Yeah. Well, what do you mean you won't go along with a $7 trillion? We need this money because turtle tutters are important in Nancy Pelosi's district. Mm -hmm. No, we we shouldn't be doing that stuff at all. As a matter of fact, the federal government's tax should be the the least amount of tax that we have to pay in our in our lives every every year. Mm-hmm. The states should be in control of that, not the federal government. The federal government we do not have a centralized government written into the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yet progressives have established that without authority to do so. We are fifty separate states with fifty separate constitutions, and that should be the government that's mostly in your face, if at all. The federal government is supposed to take care of national security, supposed to take care of, of diplomacy and interstate commerce in the least, most egregious way. We don't do that at all. Mm-hmm. We don't do that at all. We've got the EPA saying what you can do. We've got, we've got the Biden administration just giving away rights to the U.N., Bring a treaty to the Senate floor for ratification? Why? We'll just do it by executive action. Don't worry about it. Hey, World Health Organization, how about you just tell us what to do during a pandemic? No. No. And a $7 trillion budget, they should go in there with meat cleavers just hacking away. And if he wants to shut down government, do it. I think they will. And uh, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, when we come back, we're going to take an article, which was uh, an editorial, written in the Boston Herald back in 2021. Well, it surfaced again, and you aren't going to believe what's in here. And they emphasized everything that they talked about earlier, and it is not pro-Joe Biden, and it is not pro-Democrat. The Boston Herald. It doesn't get much more liberal than that, does it? That is a solidly blue paper. Yep, and when we get 
and we, we we were talking about this before in the last break. This is a setup. Yeah, and we're going to mention what it is. We're going to mention what it is they're talking about because, folks, I'm telling you, this is this is really something. The man here's what it says when he finishes the last sentence: the man does not belong in the cockpit. That's the last sentence. <laughs> He's acquired the cockpit as it's streaming to the earth at Mach 2. That's correct. That's You correct. know, there's no other way to look at this. His stewardship of this country has been nothing short of an absolute and complete disaster. All right, hold the thought there, my friend. Folks, we're coming back with Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. And here's Kathy. Kathy is going to take us to break. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap. And the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Don't let biased algorithms or degree screens or exclusive professional networks or stereotypes Don't let anything keep you from discovering the half of the workforce who are stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time to tear the paper ceiling and see the stars beyond it. Find out how you can make stars part of your talent strategy at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Alrighty, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Mr. Frank, how are you? Mr. Captain, I'm doing fine. Okay, here I go. This is a Boston Herald editorial. This is a reprint. This came out in the summer of 2021. I'm going to start. It's not very long, so I'm going to start with the beginning. It says, <clears throat> Joe Biden could have been a good president. All he had to do was leave things alone. Instead, he blundered into the office and wrecked the country. He's like the guy on the Boeing 747 high over the Atlantic Ocean who breaks into the cockpit and says, I can fly this thing. Well, the pilot responds back, you don't have to, Joe. It's on autopilot. It flies itself. You know, computers. Undeterred, Joe presses Bidens and flips switches until the plane goes into a nosedive, which is where we are today. You just don't put a guy like this in control of anything. He is called President Doom. Everything he touches goes bad. How do you like that so far? Well, I love it. It's accurate. Now, here's the rest of it. And nothing is his fault. He took an energy-independent country, turned it into a nation begging Saudi Arabia and Venezuela for oil. Gasoline prices hit the roof, and inflation soared. But it's not his fault. Joe Biden took a working and strict border policy left to him by Donald Trump and turned it into a humanitarian disaster. Hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants from countries around the world are pouring into the United States, and nobody is stopping them. And many of them are dying along the way. Now, according to Biden, the one thing that has destabilized the country under his leadership 
<laughs> has not been soaring gasoline prices or inflation or the open border or the shameful retreat in Afghanistan or the war in Ukraine, the frightening rise of crime rate or the pandemic, but instead it's the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court on the abortion issue that's the top, top, top destabilizing thing in the country. What a dope. And not to mention that it's probably the fault of uh, probably the fault of the white supremacists that that happened. That's in the next. Yeah, this is, yeah, mm. yeah. Please continue. This is very, very. This is wonderful to hear. Well, here's the next sentence. The court did not stabilize the country. Joe Biden did by listening to those who didn't have the country's best interest in mind. This man does not belong in the cockpit. Now it goes on to say. Uh, this was written in the summer of 2021. Nothing has changed except the House switched to Republican. We can only hope that they will put the brakes on this madman, as I am confident that Joe Biden will be judged as the worst president in American history. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, and and that, that determination is being embraced by more and more people every single day as they see their savings and their ability to create wealth for themselves diminishes. You understand this, too. These are the same people that were running Barack Obama who are pulling Biden's strings. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Now, we have Pete Buttigieg, who has totally blown a catastrophe in Ohio at the expense of the small town of East Palestine, Ohio. The House Oversight Committee is launching an investigation into the Department of Transportation's response to a freight train carrying toxic materials that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, earlier this month. Now, the Republicans also accused the department's leadership of apathy in the face of a disastrous derailment, which resulted in a fiery crash of train cars carrying, amongst their contents, loads of carcinogenic vinyl chloride. Very, very, very deadly stuff. Now, this incident is an environmental and public health emergency that now threatens Americans across state lines. Despite the fact the U.S. Department of Transportation has responsibility to ensure the safe and reliable transport in the United States. Pete Buttigieg, you ignored the catastrophe for over a week, the Republicans wrote in Breitbart and The Hill. Two points here. Whenever the Republicans have an investigation now, they should lay out the consequences of what's going to happen should they find out who is at fault. They, and they need to start making sure that people are held accountable. I don't. These investigations go nowhere because nobody says what's going to happen to somebody if the, if the worst comes to pass in their judgments. Mm -hmm. So let's start saying, and, and if, it, if the, the Department of Transportation was in, we're going to start impeachment process against Buttigieg, or something, something, so that someone at the federal level is held responsible. But this is what happens when you, you give away positions that people aren't qualified for when you're going through the election process, which we're getting into again, people, so please pay attention. Pete Buttigieg, transportation secretary. What are his bona fides for that? <laughs> the the only thing that he would, that made him qualified, he was a special interest placement. Mm -hmm. And and just like that, just like that editorial said, th there's people in positions this, throughout this whole administration who shouldn't be in those positions. Mm -hmm. 
That's why the federal government is not executing. They were all political hires. Mm -hmm. There's not one person in this administration who deserves to be where they are, from Janet Yellen all the way down to Pete Buttigieg. They're all political hires so that he could get elected saying he catered to his special interest. When you are catering to some instead of all, this is what happens. Think about this. With, with all of the things that are happening and all of the chaos that's happening and all of the spending that's going on, if people remember what the Cloward-Piven strategy is and you look at the Obama years and you look at the, the hypersonic doubling down of the Obama years during the Biden administration, how can you not see that this is in play? Mm -hmm. Chaos is the transformative opportunity for the radical. This is, this is what Rahm Emanuel said point blank. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And what does the Biden administration know how to do? Create crisis. And that facilitates transformative change. Well, this is That's just where we are. This is just me talking here. But I believe the Buttigieg thought Secretary of Transportation was going to be his ticket to ride up the ladder. And it's turning out <laughs> it's turning out it's going to be his swan's swan song back down into the pond. Well, it, it worked for Kamala Harris, didn't it? You know, I mean, this is what happens when you reward special interests. What, we needed a woman on the ticket who happened to be a minority. So Kamala Harris sounds good. Mm. What was she qualified to do? Her tenure as, as the, the attorney general in California was a disaster. Yep. It was a disaster. So what do you do? Oh, you you failed at something? Let's promote you in the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. Let's promote incompetency in the Democrat Party. And what does that let us to? Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And what happens if we impeach Joe Biden? We get Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. it's, it's even a higher level of ineptitude. So we can't fall for the orange man bad strategy. We have to start looking at what people are talking about with policy and who they're talking about in their cabinet. And if they're, if they're identity, based on identity politics or special interest politics, we have to say no to that person. It's got to be about people who are qualified for the job, who will do good by the country, not the party. Party politics is becoming a cancer in the United States on both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. After hearing what Mitch McConnell said about, about the tapes that were released on, on, with Tucker Carlson, yeah. he should be impeached. Mm -hmm. He should be impeached, too. That was, that was unexcusable and unforgivable. And Mitch McConnell's time has come. Kentucky, he's got to go. Yep. Well, Mr. Frank, we've come to the end of the segment. Great points out there. Appreciate, uh, again, another uh, in encouraging uh, episode into, <laughs> into why we need to have America first, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you would have stopped that encouraging, I was going to flex even harder. All right. God bless America. I'll talk to you on Friday. Stay low, my friend. All righty, folks. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back with Patrick Kylan is Sports Zone quarterback. If you like the podcast, please leave a comment, rate it, subscribe, most importantly, and head on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for the Substack. It comes straight to you, circumventing the censors, and that's going to be very important getting into the silly season. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this.
This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.